guys, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio ZSL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and I am so grateful to be back. Oh my god, as usual, here we are bringing, or here I am bringing you about two of these business English podcasts per week, in addition to the corporate finance, and then, of course, what I do on, you know, Wednesdays with everything else. And so, guys, so grateful for today. Today's going to be a very, very good one. So, Man, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I've been talking about conversation gambits, talked about them in season seven. And today we're going to be talking about taboos, okay? Maybe taboo or not taboo. See, when you meet people in business settings, it's very important to know which topics are interesting, which topics are safe, which topics are conversation killers, which ones are a bit risky, and which ones are taboo. Taboo meaning ones to stay away from no matter what. Now, in America right now, politics would be something to stay the hell away from because people are just very, very, they're animated. They're absolutely incensed, okay, at the moment. And they lack so much empathy at the moment, too. And so that's a topic you definitely want to stay away from because next thing you know, oh my God, fights erupt. And guess what? Because America has so many guns, that happens. So you want to stay away from that. Now, here in Thailand, it's kind of an open book, except there is a specific person that is untouchable in this country. And you cannot mention him in any way, shape, or form uh, that is demeaning. Uh, and if you do, you end up, you know, you could get thrown in jail for up to 20 years. So that's a taboo. However, speaking about the government, people have begun to become more open about it and whatnot. And um, and that's totally fine now as compared to about 10 years ago. That would be another no-go zone. So if you look at different countries and stuff like that, if we look at, let's say, the Arab nations. I know a lot of people from Jordan and other countries listen to me. Speaking about religion could be a no-go, okay? Speaking about politics could be a super no-go, right? And so it's very important when it comes to business to know which topics are very, very approachable, meaning you could use them as gambits so you could, you know, lure people in and get them speaking. And there are other topics where, you know what, you just want to stay away from in general because the toxicity of it. You know, you don't want to complain or make a complaint right out the gate when you're uh, trying to start up a conversation with someone because it shows exactly where your mindset is, where your perception and your outlook of life is. And if that just so happens to happen, uh, you end up, you know, losing someone because they're like, oh, well, you know what? I don't want anyone who's negative or energy draining around me. Goodbye. Do you get what I mean? So we got different things. We got books now, unless they're holding a book. Unless they're holding a book, it's very difficult, right? Now, obviously, this is safe, absolutely, but it could be a bit boring. Now, if you see someone, and I remember I was standing at the United States, not the United States, the Thai Embassy in Vientiane, Lao. Oh, my God, three years ago already when I was 30. Oh, my God, when I was a baby. But I was a baby. Oh, my God. Do, do I miss that uh, That Arsenio? Absolutely not. I am beyond excited about the Arsenio who I am right now, you know. But nonetheless, I was standing there and, you know, I saw a lot of these. Uh, what happens is you have a lot of, uh, uh, what is it? What is it? Expatriates. So you could just say tourists, teachers, whatever you want to call them, who are not on a work permit visa and stuff like that, and they go there to always get a visa, right? And it's the easiest way to get a visa, too. Not anymore. Like, right after that, I think when 2019 happened, it was it's basically impossible to get a visa now. 
But nonetheless, I saw this guy uh, holding a book by the name of uh, A Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I believe that's the book. It's an orange cover. I do believe that Mark Manson was the one that had written it. Uh, again, it's just a, it's a really captivating cover that could attract a lot of people who is into that language. But guess what? I... Being and this wasn't a business setting. A business setting. I could have easily gone up to him and said, "Hey, you know what? Hey, how was that book? I've been thinking about that, and I've heard it in so many different ways. Where are you? What have you learned so far?" See, it gets them speaking. So if you see someone in a business setting or a conference, and you're intrigued by the personal development book you're holding, based on your mindset, you're going to attract these types of people too. I've seen a lot of different people on the the trains, uh, especially here in Thailand. They're now beginning not only to read English books, they're, but they're reading books on personal development because they know it's all about committing to excellence, committing to your ever-growing self, right? So books is good. Depends on what book they're holding. If they're holding a novel, if you're a novel reader, easy, okay? If you're not a novel reader and they're holding a book and you're just going to strike up a conversation, there it is. You can also do that. So in saying that, okay, what we also have, okay, is clothes, okay? You could compliment people on clothes. That's a safe topic. Family. Now, family, that could be a little bit risky, okay? It could be a little bit risky because you don't want to talk about family right out the blocks. You know, like if I say, hey, how you doing? No, you know, my name's Arsenion with FinTech, da 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 How's your wife? Oh, hell no. How's your daughter doing? Oh, my God. You know I have a daughter? You see what I mean? Can't do it. Not when you meet someone the first time, okay? So it's a, a little bit risky. In some countries, it's taboo. Food and drink, easy. You could, like, lead them into that by using somewhat of a gambit, right? And with these gambits, obviously, it's, okay, well, you know, uh, I can offer them something. See what I mean? And we're going to be listening to about five recordings, and we're going to talk about how they go about carrying the conversation, too. So, uh, how work's going, that could also be very good, depending on what, the, uh, you know, what field they're in. So... Again, um, if this is a scientist or whatnot, oh, this this would be one of the greatest conversations to strike up a conversation with, as a matter of fact. Um, and it would be very, very, very easy to strike it up, too, because obviously what ends up happening is you can uh, talk about everything that is happening, you know, in society right now. You get what I mean? So in saying that, OK, how work's going easy jewelry you could give a compliment lure them in with another topic you're gonna hear that uh movies well it depends i mean you, you know uh, unless you know you're not gonna talk to someone at, at the age of 40 hey did you see that black panther movie no no absolutely not uh it's gotta be something that's more relatable to the setting right it has to be relatable to the setting so let's just say outside of a business setting if i go to the let's say a movie theater and i see someone standing there and i'm very interested in what they are you know what they're looking at or i'm interested in the movie i could easily start up a conversation by saying excuse me have you watched this movie see what i mean easy stuff people easy stuff music if you're at a concert okay at a business setting probably not people you both know potentially but it's going to be a buildup. So it might be like, um, oh, who's speaking today? Oh, this guy. Oh, my God. Yes, that's exactly who I'm looking for. Oh, do you know him? Yes. Do you know him? Oh, yes. See what I mean? Boom. Friendship born. Okay. So obviously that could be very interesting. Now, politics is a taboo. Religion is a taboo. 
Sport? Sure. Okay. Well, it depends. You don't want to bring up a sports conversation with, obviously, a woman, okay, per se, not being sexist or anything. But if you're in a football town such as Manchester and you see someone that's wearing but perhaps like a Manchester City or Manchester United tie and you want to strike up a conversation with them, fantastic. Go ahead. But if you're living in Russia and you talk about football when it's snowing outside, no one really gives a damn, okay? So be very careful with that. Remember, I told you a long time ago that I was the person who I had zero social skills because the only topic I knew was what I was always brought up with because, of course, my brother was the one that only just watched sports. If you talk to my brother about books, about clothes, about family, about uh, new gadgets, uh, how work's going, dude doesn't even have a job. Of course, I don't speak to him five years ago. Uh, People you both know, probably not. Politics, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Religion, yeah, right. You see what I mean? But back then, 10 years ago, it was the only thing I could talk to people about was sports. And people don't give a damn about that. I can give you a real quick uh, uh, example. I remember when I was at college, there was a really cute girl that I liked. I believe this was back in, oh my God, this had to be back in 2007. This is a long time ago. All right, 14 years ago. And I remember, you know, uh, you know, I sat, I sat at the same table that this girl, we striked up a conversation while I was sitting in like this little, this little common area in the college. Right. And then we were in the same class and, you know, I sat next to her. And then the only thing I could talk to her about was football. Okay. Think about it. Okay. We're both in class. Okay. In class. And that's the only thing I could literally speak about is football. Do you think she's just going to sit there and just talk about football all day? I could probably get a re- like really lucky and land one of those types of women, but no. But now I wouldn't speak about sports to, to save my ass. The last time I spoke about sports, five years ago, Filipino girl I met, and it was about the Golden State Warriors, uh, Warriors about five years ago. That was the last time I ever spoke about sports. When my student speaks about sports, I only ask him about, okay, what's going on with Liverpool? Okay, what's going on with this? Like American sports, don't really give a damn. Get what I mean? Stay on it, people. The city you're in, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. A phenomenal way. Interesting, but you can't be negative, okay? Now, if you go to a conference for the first time in Dubai and you see someone and they're from Dubai, oh, God, you could do so many things with that conversation, right? Remember, I told you guys about my story when I was at the Thai embassy in Vientiane, Lao. I heard a guy from Israel speaking to this Brazilian girl who I really want to speak to because she was beyond gorgeous. And then next, you know, I realized she was from Brazil and this guy's social skills were terrible. And I was like, man, I'm gonna jump in this conversation. And I, again, asked her again, excuse me, uh, where exactly is Belo Horizonte? And I was like, oh, I'll always remember because I have this English language podcast and people from this area, you know, listen to me. And then boom, a friendship, well, I wouldn't say a friendship, but let's just say a two day friendship was born. She followed me on Instagram till maybe I do believe probably at the beginning of this year, I can't remember. And then that was the end. We really didn't have a conversation (laughs) literally after that for like three years. So it doesn't really matter. But since then, I realized that I got better at gambits. Get what I mean? All right. Hotel you're staying at. Okay. Depending on if you're in a common area. uh, Let's say if I'm staying at the the Park Hyatt here in Bangkok or I'm staying at the Ritz-Carlton. Geez, I'm going to be staying at the Sofitel for the first time in my life coming up. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner weekend, and then going to Anantaran Wahine is going to be a hell of a trip. So excited about that. But nonetheless, you know, while I am literally like, you know, staying there, 
you know, if I were to get into the common area and stuff like that, and I'm sitting with someone and, you know, and if I want to hurry up and strike up a conversation, it could be something about the hotel, perhaps. Or, you know, I struck up a conversation with, um, oh, man, I think it was a couple of Japanese people, Polish people and a few Thai people at uh, the Digital Content Festival when I used to do my presentations there about two years ago, you know, so that's all really, really, really fun, you know, but at the same time, again, very, 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 very grateful and for everything and everyone who has come into my life, but I'm very good at these gambits and you need to be good at them too. The news, you never want to talk about the news. The news is always about personal agendas, click ads, and again, making the shareholders happy by them using sensational clickbait articles for you to click on it and for you to look at it as collectivism versus individualism. Oh my God, looking at the news, the world is crashing, the world is burning, everything is going to fall apart. Oh, we're all victims. There's always, you know, in American media now, they capitalize the word being black to make us even more of a victim. Black people. Black, black. I'm like, oh, enough is enough. I haven't been on the media in the longest. The only thing I tune into is how many vaccines were administered here in Thailand, how many cases there are. And honestly, to be honest with you, because I already got both of my vaccines, none of it really even matters anymore. But in saying that, I don't tune into the news anymore because it's race baiting, it's click baiting, it's uh, sensational. It's so it's anti everything. It's anti society. It's anti human beings. So stay the hell away from that. And don't ever mention that when you meet someone for the first time, you got the weather. Okay. Very easy to do that. Your country, your health. No one really want to talk about their health unless somebody sees you. Hey, you're limping. I'm like, Oh man, I did an amazing workout upstairs. CrossFit. Oh my God. You see what I mean? And I'll be like, Oh, it was a hell of a workout. And then, you know, again, you don't say, Oh yeah, I'm in poor health now. Nobody wants to hear that. The, the sad stories. Okay. Not for the first time you meet them. And obviously your holiday plans. So what we're going to do, we got five conversations, people, five of them. They're going to be phenomenal. We're going to hear how these conversations go. I'm going to break them down. They're going to be some good ones. They're going to be some absolutely horrific ones. And then we're going to go from there. So in saying that, people, I'm going to play it right now and let's get into it. Six. Conversation A. Is this your first visit to Russia? Uh, yes, it is, actually. Fascinating place. Yes, isn't it? I come here quite a lot. What do you do, by the way? I see you work for Glaxo. How did you know? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. my badge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm in R&D. Molecular modeling, to be precise. Really? We should talk. Uh, can I get you a drink? Uh, no, thanks. I'm fine. Sure? Well, just a coffee, then. Thanks. So, what line of business are you in? You see what I mean? So, okay, that's conversation one. How did it go? Well, the guy obviously introduced himself, and, you know, he said, uh, what line of business are you in? Uh, or I think he asked him, oh, how do you know my name? Oh, of course. Or I think it was his company. I already forgot. Oops. But nonetheless, the guy was interested. He said, hey, we should talk. Can I get you a drink? And the guy said no. When someone says no for the first time, of course, you meeting him, don't offer again because he said you sure he's like uh okay he feels a little bit obligated to take the drink from him because obviously it's complimentary but in other people's cultures it's like uh no thank you 
the thing is with the initial conversation he didn't introduce himself and say hello i'm this and that and again he said he was into molecular modeling and instead of saying oh my god my business does da 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 we're interested in da 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 he just says oh my god we should talk can i get you a drink and the guy's like okay but what business are you in and why are you interested in what i have to do you should beat them to the punch meaning you should tell them introduce your name introduce what you do and introduce that you're interested in what they are in in their field of endeavor does that make sense so in saying that people very very crucial again it's not too bad and the guy had to ask him okay so what line of work are you in and again i just don't believe that people should have to ask okay you just don't have to ask you shouldn't have to ask okay uh you should introduce him and i really suck at introducing my name too because it's funny i could be speaking to someone for one hour and they're like wait what's your name i'm like oh shit, i didn't give you my name god damn it terrible because i always say aj 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 because they can't say my real name shit if i'm out there in america i would say oh man i'm arsenio you know or not america of course not if i'm in another country i would say arsenio because it's a beautiful name right but here in thailand they're like i said yo i said yo mother they can't say my goddamn name so anyways in saying that i would give this conversation an eight the guy did it pretty good initially okay uh and then obviously he could have done a little bit more to get it up to a 10 but the guy who is the receiving end he does seem a little bit interested right and he said uh what line of work are you in again now when he tells him his line of work and tells him that he's interested for whatever reason then he's going to open up even more he could have done that before and beat him to the punch but he did not so make sure you beat people to the punch and introduce yourself in whole now we got one hell of a recording and we're gonna write this down and see how bad it went here we go are you ready? Take Track notes. Seven. Conversation B. This is going to be good. Hi, Fiona Hunt, Sun Microsystems. Mind if I join you? Um, no. Uh, Michael Steele. Pleased to meet you, Mike. Try one of these. They're delicious. Uh, thanks, but I'm allergic to seafood. Oh, <laughs> then try the cheese dips instead. They're really good. Have we met somewhere before? Oslo, perhaps? I don't think so. Hmm. I was sure I recognised you. You're an Aquarius, aren't you? I can tell. Well, I don't know. I'm not really into horoscopes, I'm afraid. When's your birthday? Oh, uh, February the 2nd. I knew it. A typical Aquarius. Uh, yes. Jeez, is that the time? Uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to make a phone call. It's been nice talking to you. And that's how you completely destroy a conversation. Why? By killing it. You could essentially kill a conversation very quickly. You know, a conversation killer is like going up to a woman and she doesn't want to speak to the man and she just says, I'm married. And she shows him the ring. That's a conversation killer. Right? Or vice versa. Doesn't really matter. Or you could say, uh, I'm not interested. That's not so much of a conversation, especially if you're in America because American men are very persistent. They're going to keep egging you on, egging you on, egging you on. Uh, you know, uh, so many things. That, oh, man, I've seen so many things. So let's break down this conversation, though. She says, hi. She introduces herself. The man, does he want to be bothered? No. Why? He says, uh, no. Okay, so he was already hesitant with allowing her to sit down. Right? So does he want to be bothered? Absolutely not. 
And so me, I would have gotten out of that situation by saying, you know what? No, it's all good. I just found, you know what? I just saw one of my friends. Hey, and then I would have played it off and left because he's obviously not interested. If someone goes, uh, no, and then he introduces himself, he doesn't want to be bothered. Just keep it short. Just say, sit there, act like you're doing something. Get on your phone, your iPad, your laptop. Do a little bit of work for a minute or two and say, hey, you know what, Richard? It was a pleasure meeting you. Got to get out of here. Friends here. And he's going to be like, well, why does she even introduce herself? It doesn't matter. She's gone and you'll never see her again. It was an awkward situation. But she persisted. She offered him food. And then he said, oh, I'm allergic. You're already on strike two because he did not want to be bothered to begin with. Now, oh, Arsenio, you know, she didn't know, you know, you know, she didn't know. And then she offered something else. She offered something else. And one of the problems is like when you offer obviously something else on top of something you already offer and he was allergic, you're trying to go for strike three. And then after that, she said, have we met before? Also, perhaps he's like, uh, no, like, like she did not get the red flags whatsoever. Like, hello. Okay. So first you offer food, food and drink. Okay. Safe topic, but he's allergic. You do it again. And then she asks, have we met before? Then she goes into personal life and says, oh, you must be an Aquarius. And he's like, uh, I don't really do that. You know, and she's like, okay, what month were you born? You're asking for his birthday within the first two minutes? Are you out of your mind? And then she says a typical Aquarius in a very demeaning tone. Well, I don't want to say demeaning, but it's like, excuse me, what does that mean? And the guy's like, oh, my God, this lady is off her head, meaning she's outside of her goddamn mind. And what did he do? He said, oh, man, look at the time. Oh, you know what? It was nice meeting you. Got to run. You failed. You went from going up to a guy who didn't want to speak, offering him a food that he was allergic to, then went on to offer him again. You asked him if you met before. You already were like digging him, probably based on looks. And then you said he was an, you know, you said that he was an Aquarius. And then you asked for his birthday, even more personal. And then you called him a typical Aquarius, which is offensive. You failed. That was like eight, that's like seven strikes. Oh, people, 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 personal information, man. That is a taboo. That is a taboo. Now, the guy, obviously, him being, um, you know, British, he probably just give the, you know, you know, I'm guessing based on her, maybe he was like, okay, well, let me just give her her birthday, you know, give her my birthday. But at the same time, he was feeling so awkward, pressured, and then next, you know, right at the very end, a typical Aquarius, how can you go about continuing a conversation like that? That is a fail amongst a fail. That's not how we do it. So... No, 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 no. Let's continue going on to the next combo. Track eight. Conversation C. I really enjoyed your talk this morning. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah, it went quite well, I think. You had some very interesting things to say. I'm Amy Cooper, by the way. Yes, I'd like to talk to you about some of your ideas. My company may be interested in your product. Where are you staying? At the Regency. I'm at the Hyatt. Why don't we fix up a time to chat over a drink? Here's my card. Oh, oh thanks. I've got mine here mm. somewhere. Oh, don't mm. worry. I know who you are. So, how are you enjoying the conference? Well, it's been good so far. More people than ever this year. But, uh, isn't this weather awful? 
Half a metre of snow this morning, I heard. Yeah, it gets pretty cold here in Moscow, that's for sure. <laughs> um, would you excuse me a moment? I'll be right back. Okay, and then he steps away. All right, so how did this conversation go? Ah, well, she complimented him, said that his talk was interesting. She, and then, of course, introduced it, uh, herself. And again, she said, you know what? My company may be interested in your products. We should get together and have a talk. Where are you staying? Ooh, a little bit personal. Not too bad. Okay, it could be a little bit risky. Now, if I were to ask that same question to a girl, she would be very uncomfortable. If I said, hey, so uh, yeah, and I did the same thing, where are you staying? Now, again, she already knows I have good intention. I have my own company, apparently, something like that. So she might say, oh, yeah, this guy's cool. He's not some kind of creep, right? Unless you're in America. It doesn't matter in America. They always deem everyone as a creep for whatever reason that is. But nonetheless, uh, he said his hotel. She said her hotel. And then she said, um, what is it? Here's my card. And then he was flattered because he laughed just a little bit and chuckled. It's more of a chuckle uh, as if, oh, wow, okay, awesome. This is quick, you know, in that type of way. And then he said, okay, let me get my car. But then she said, oh, don't worry. I know who you are. Kind of scary, kind of scary. All right, because guess what? He could go to his hotel. And now that she knows his name and where he stays, she could literally go right to the front desk and say, Excuse me, do you have uh, someone here by the name of da 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 I'm here to meet him. And what if he's not there to meet us? She could be crazy. Who knows? Just saying. Just saying. I've seen crazier things. So then the conversation goes on. He sounds interested. He wanted to step away. But nonetheless, you know, he's like more people here than, you know, last year. Uh, and then he talked about the weather being awful. Uh, it's a little bit risky. You don't want to be negative when you're meeting someone for the first time, right? Man, there's so many old foreigners that I've actually met here in Thailand who just complain about the world, right? And so anytime I see an older foreigner, anyone over the age of 50, no offense, I hurry up and turn my head and I look the other way because it just feels like we're not on the same wavelengths. You know, it's all about optimism, you know, and I want to have people in my life who are exciting and, you know, who are going to push me to my limits and they have high expectations and, you know, they're, 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 they're of service and different things like that. But, you know, foreigners here in this country, absolutely not. So, again, in saying that, I'll give this conversation, hmm, an eight and a half, probably a nine, because she actually did very good. Again, she's like, oh, don't worry, I know who you are. You know, just a little bit weird. You know, she was very, she was very quick with everything. But nonetheless, she is there with good intentions. The lady in the previous audio, she had no good intentions. It sounded like she just wanted sex. I'm going to be honest with you. It sounded like she wanted to have a rodeo show. That's all there is to it, okay? Anyways, we got two more to go. Let's get into the fourth one. Track nine. Conversation D. So, how's business? Fine. This merger's meant quite a lot of work for us, but fine. Hmm, well, mergers are often difficult. So, uh, what do you think about the strikes in Europe? I'm sorry? The rail strikes in France. It was in the news again this morning. Uh, well, I, uh... I mean, it must affect a company like yours, you being in logistics. Uh, no, I think you've made a mistake. I'm not in logistics. I work for Audi. Audi? Oh, sorry. I thought you were someone else. That's okay. Um, if you'll excuse me, I must just go and say hello to someone. 
Oh, Jesus. Yep, he failed. Listen, again, if you listen, if you hear the guy's response, so how's work going? It's a good question. It's a good question. But he said fine and merger, fine. Does he sound fine? Absolutely not. So you just want to get away from that topic or hurry up and kill the conversation. And this guy is like, okay, well, and he shows that empathy saying, hey, this is how mergers are. But then he talks about strikes. And then he talks about it was in the news. And then he said it must affect a company of like yours since you're in logistics. And then this is when he got it all wrong. You got to know what people do before you jump into conversations. Because I know that guy probably went home later on that night and said, man, I messed that. I fucked that one up so bad. Yeah, you got to know what you're going to talk about, okay? You can't just talk about a bunch of random things. You can't just go up to someone and say, oh, are you doing this? Uh, no. Uh, guess it's time to kill the conversation. Okay, bye. I failed. Just hold your loss and go on to the next person. But this guy was so persistent, and I was like, dude, you are going to fail and fail hard. And he did. The guy ended up just walking away. I would have felt like a total crock of shit. But you live and you learn. But that guy, come on, man. You cannot be negative talking about anything, like I said, on the news. It's terrible. Okay? All it is is about division. Who's better than who? Stay away from that trash. Trash in, trash out. All right? Media fast. Last conversation. Let's do it, people. Track 10. Conversation E. I like your watch. An Omega, isn't it? Uh, well, to be honest, don't tell anyone, but it's a fake. <laughs> no. Well, it looks real to me. Where did you get it? Turkey. It cost me $25. Amazing. So, do you know many people here? No, not really. It's the first time I've been to one of these conferences. <laughs> me too. So, what's your hotel like? Uh, pretty comfortable. Nothing special, but it's okay, I suppose. Yeah, you're at the Sheraton, aren't you? Mm. Last year they held this thing in Mexico, the Hilton Cancun. Fabulous hotel, they say. Cancun? <laughs> A bit warmer than here, then. Oh, yeah. I went there on holiday once. Beautiful place. Can I get you anything from the buffet? Oh, uh, that's all right. Uh, I'll come with you. I'd like some more of that beluga caviar before it all goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's interested, okay? She's not too bad. Now, again, she compliments him on his watch. She said, where did you get it? Is this your first time here? And, she, and of course, he retorted by saying yes. Now, the thing is, she went, instead of going from what I would have done, okay? Is it your first time here? What brings you here for the first time? Why, why are you here? Is it what, what's going on? That would have been a greater way of going about it. But she just went straight into a hotel, which seems like totally opposite from, is this your first time here? What's your hotel like? And then she says, you're staying at the Sheraton, right? How does she know? Kind of scary. Just let him say his hotel. Although you may know the answer, just let him say the hotel so he doesn't think anything suspect. I'm just saying. Like, hey, are you staying at the Sheraton, right? And, uh, excuse me? Uh, yeah, why? It's kind of weird, right? So you got to keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, okay? Just let them, although you may know the answer, and there are so many times I know the answer to other people's questions, I would like them to tell me rather than just saying, okay, yeah. Because guess what? If I end up saying that and they give me that weird look, okay, 
that 100% like volume little, uh, what is it? The, the hour, not the hourglass, but let's just say it goes from 100% to about 70% very quickly. And then I'm going to have to bring them back up to that 100% for them to feel comfortable again. If they don't, it's over. So, but the thing is, she ended up referencing the last year's conference in Cancun, which was great. And she, she had a lot of positivity behind her voice too. And then after that, she said, oh, can I get you anything from the buffet? He's like, you know what? I'll come with you. I would like some more of that beluga caviar. So the conversation's going well. Okay. Now, again, all she would have to do is just let him, let him tell her, okay? Let him tell you what hotel he's staying at. And then you could go from there. And then you can make a reference, which she did a very good job at doing, talking about Cancun in Mexico. Okay, and then she could have went on and say, have you been to Mexico? You know, how's it, you know, it's your first time here. Is it your first time in Russia? See what I mean? I'm like, hey, to be honest with you, this is my first time. You know, uh, I went to the camp. Oh, my God. You guys probably hear me in another audio and now connected to. Okay, I think we're good. So, whoa, that was a long podcast. To be honest with you, I was dreading this one because I knew it was going to be very, very long. But nonetheless, people, it's all about how you go about creating conversations with people. Are you going to bring positivity? You got to know your safe topics. How are you going to reference things? How are you going to relate it back to you? Remember, I told you again, probably about a month ago about a specific individual who I have since blocked on all my social media. I've literally uh, kicked him out of my life. That's right. But the last time I got on a call with him, I had to do this. And I'm like, dude, we did a podcast from 2018 to 2019. And I get on a call with you video for the first, the second time this year. And you are kind of like that guy in the fourth, uh, fourth audio. Oh yeah, everything's fine. How's the whole situation with the family? You know, COVID, how's everything going? Oh, I know what to do. I just take my precaution. I said, bro, why are we even on a call? And I kicked him, kicked him out of my life. Cause I said, you know what? You're wasting my time. I don't want someone like you in your life, in, in my life anymore. That's it. Because I already knew him for such a long time. And to be honest with you, no, I didn't expect him to just share all his energy. Cause the dude never really had energy. But to be honest with you, if I have to ask 21 questions and say, okay, how about this? How about that? How about this? How about that? I hurry up and got off that call and I said, okay, enough is enough. I never want to talk to you again. And I know it's kind of harsh, but to be honest with you, if you know someone for so long and they just give you that really bad energy, you got to learn how to manage your energy and how to bring that energy. And I'm not telling you to show up like me. And the reason why I'm like speaking very low is because my voice is a little bit messed up. You might hear it just a little bit. But again, I'm not like saying that you need to come in and say, guys, welcome back to another. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you got to act like you're interested. And if you're not interested, I will leave in two seconds. There are some people who give off very, very toxic vibes. I remember the last time I ever had a get together, probably back in, uh, I believe it was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. And no, as a matter of fact, it was just last year. Um, and I went to a gym and, you know, everybody was very open, just just about the majority of them were all open. Uh, but there was a, I do believe he was South African. I believe this is a Malaysian girl. They had such toxic energy around them and they just stuck to themselves during this whole opening, this gym opening thing. 
And I'm like, okay. And sometimes, man, you cannot force anyone to speak, right? But you know that some people's egos are extremely high. And you're just like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with you because you just seem like a very, very toxic individual. And so people, I just want you to keep that again, keep that in mind. If people are toxic, if you're trying to strike up a conversation and they do not have any interest whatsoever, kill the conversation. You can kill it a variety of different ways. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things coming up in a future podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this very, very extra long podcast. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Follow me on my ESL podcast page and stay tuned for more. I'm your host as always, over and out.